Blog Talk Radio. memories was being in a car with my mother and father driving on the very eerie dark stretch of a highway called Alligator Alley in South Florida. During our late night drive from Miami to the southwest coast, we were confronted by a drunk driver on the road that weaved all over the road dangerously. And I recall being in the back seat as a little boy and being very scared and feeling that we had no control whatsoever of our destiny. That, in fact, the drunk driver was more in control than we were. We were being dictated by his actions. When he swerved off the road, we got off the road. When he slowed down, we passed him. He then would simply speed up, and then we slowed down and stopped on the shoulder of the road, avoiding his deadly, out-of-control drunk driving. And this went on for some time. Intense fear closed in on me as I knew. I was only but a little boy, but, but that, that there was something that wanted to kill me via that drunk driver. Well, to this day, I believe Satan wanted to use that drunk driver to ram his vehicle into ours, hoping to to kill me in the process. And as I look back in my life and look at the various strange incidents that have transpired over the years, I have seen that the devil has wanted to kill me. As a young teenager... Prior to my conversion to Christ, I recall Satan appearing to me in my bedroom, or at least a demonic being that looked, that took upon the upon the form of of what what many of us would would, would consider Satan to look like. He appeared to me and hid under my bed. This murderous being has followed me throughout my life. I know that he desires to destroy me. However. I am saved from my enemies. I am saved from my enemies. In my teen years, I was being watched by a satanic cult. A good friend of mine during that time period, his mother was involved in the dark arts. And I just knew they had plans on introducing me into the ritualism of Satanism as a victim. I escaped unharmed. I am saved from my enemies, my friends. At age 20, I was nearly 
sexually tortured and killed by a group of Satanists who had been conspiring my death for days. In the natural eye, I should have been murdered. As I was outnumbered, I was I was simply outnumbered. I was in a remote location. Night had fallen. And I was standing before a sadistic group hell-bent on killing me. In subsequent years, I experienced some very bizarre incidents. Many various individuals through the years driven by evil spirits have sought my death. I recall at a Methodist church I was serving, which I was serving at as an elder one evening after a holy deliverance service, a young teenager approached me requesting prayer. He had been hearing voices in his head that were telling him to stab me in my kitchen. Those demons were expelled. I recall being in an office building one day and receiving a phone call from a young man who had confessed that voices within him were compelling him to murder me. Those demons were driven out in the name of Jesus Christ. In my daily life, I have seen those murderous demons within those walking aimlessly in life. They stare at me. They desire to murder me. Many of these murder spirits have spoken to me through their victims and have declared, we will destroy you and your ministry. I've come across many demonic entities possessing individuals that have confessed to me that had been sent by very satanic groups with the hopes of killing me. Not too long ago, I remember a young lady in Western Europe who was being used by the Illuminati who possesses some very powerful devils within her had revealed that she had been sent to me by these secret societies with the hopes of murdering me since my dramatic conversion to Jesus Christ many, many years ago. They have been following me all these years and plotting my death. My friends, for 32 plus years, I have served the Lord Jesus Christ in the midst of many various forms of attacks. Since I was rescued by the Lord Jesus, from the Illuminati at a young age, the the higher level wicked spiritual forces have conspired to kill me. For see, I I truly believe for they saw the gifts that God has given me to demolish the kingdom of darkness. They desire to render me ineffective. They have failed. My friends, they have failed in their mission. I am saved from my enemies. But these powerful evil forces continue to stalk me, watch me all these many years. I've been ridiculed, arrested, severely oppressed, detained, threatened with death, caught, harassed, physically assaulted, stabbed, slandered by my my own brethren, cursed, threatened by demons. My family has been threatened with death and just simply hate it. But I'm here to tell you, my living God, my King Jesus, has spared my life and my well-being. I am saved from my enemies. 
And tonight I'd just like to take a few moments to share a personal testimony and share a little bit about my life with the hopes of encouraging you that despite what may be going on in the world and what may be going around in your personal life, God is faithful and he will save you and rescue you from your enemies. And that's exactly what I want to talk about tonight on Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance, my friends. In Azerbaijan, being a Christian and a bold witness for Christ can be costly. Forum 18 News reported that on October 31st, police raided a Christian festival and detained four believers in the town of Kusar, Azerbaijan. Eighty members of a Baptist church were gathered in a believer's home for a celebration thanking God for the harvest. When police arrived, they turned off the gas and electricity in order to prevent the believers from preparing their meal. Police also photographed and videotaped the service and recorded the names of those present. Despite the government crackdown, Believers in Azerbaijan remain faithful to Christ. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Support persecuted believers by calling 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. I am saved from my enemies. You know, serving Jesus comes at a cost, my friends. You must deny yourself and pick up a holy cross. And this holy cross is quite painful at times. It's recorded in, in the Word, in the Holy Scripture, that Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will find it. You know, for over 2,000 years, followers of Jesus Christ have laid down their lives for the gospel. Many have been horribly oppressed. Many have been terribly persecuted and have endured unspeakable evils. Many have shed their own blood. Many have given up their own families for the furtherance of the message concerning Jesus. There is a cost which many are just not willing to pay. There is a promise, though, that that Jesus made to to us that, that we need to be aware of. And that is, if they persecuted me, this is what Jesus says, if they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. So incidentally, expect to be persecuted if you serve Christ. While writing to young Timothy, the Apostle Paul says, in fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Look at 2 Timothy 3.12. Everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. 
It's been my experience that when I undergo persecution for Jesus Christ, I've been given a measure of spiritual power and grace to endure the hardship. It appears the Apostle Paul experienced somewhat of this of this when he stated in 2 Corinthians 4, we're hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. You know, Paul may have been struck down, but he wasn't destroyed. God will provide strength to continue to endure the persecution. And I've experienced this on many, many occasions. Just when I thought I'd be fearful, God gave me peace. And when I thought I'd be utterly destroyed, God gave me the inner fortitude to press forward. I still remember vividly the first time I saw my own blood being shed in service to the to the gospel many, many years ago. I was overwhelmed with joy and spiritual power. This is a very real experience, my friends, that persecuted believers have testified of. And ever since my conversion to God many, many years ago, I've been drawn to the 18th chapter of Psalms. And God has comforted me often with those words from David who penned those words when he endured some horrible attacks from the enemy of his soul. And I'm hoping to refer to this chapter, this beautiful chapter, with the hopes of encouraging your soul. It's imperative, though, that we, like David, when during a trial, a test, an attack, a persecution, to praise and love the living God. My friends, this will free the troubled soul. I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I am saved from my enemies. You know, I, J. Bartlett, a man worthy because of my spiritual rebellion, all the ancestral evils in my bloodlines, deserves at one point eternal hell. But I've been now saved. I'm a child of the living God, saved by the love of Jesus. And I've called upon God in my times of troubles and have been saved from my enemies. It's my prayer, the following personal stories that I will be sharing will encourage you to walk with God and to endure persecution. Now, this will be a multi, multiple series of podcasts, but I wanted to share some of the things I have gone through as a result of the gospel ministry. You know, Jesus told us that if they, if they hated him, which they did, they're going to hate you. It's just going to happen. And I'm here to tell you, I've been a person. I'm a trophy of God's grace, of his love, and of his power. I'm here to tell you, his grace is real. He will protect you. He will protect your spirit. Sure, your body may come under attack. 
your mind will come under attack, but your spirit, once you become born again, has been raised up and is now in the heavenly realms. And no demon in hell, no enemy of the cross can reach your spirit nature. So at the end of the day, you win with Jesus. If you go to jbartlandmissions.com, there's a section at my website, a, a web page, that's kind of reveals and shares my story. And I'm not going to read the whole section, but I'd like to read it portion of this to you. For many of you are not familiar with my life story. I don't share much about what I've been through. But I feel like there's a need to share with you. So you may understand what I've gone through. And what I've gone through has caused me to draw closer to the Lord Jesus Christ and has allowed me the opportunity to comfort those who who are under great distress, trouble, hardship, and persecution and oppression. You know, for more than 32 years, I've been committed to proclaim God's love and to demonstrate his love through the healing and deliverance ministry, spanning six continents. The small Jesus mission has reached millions and nearly 200 nations around the globe. And as a result, I've endured some some thrilling and memorable moments under the power of the Holy Spirit. I've tasted the powers of the age to come and encountered astounding signs and wonders, such as raising the dead multiple times, healing the disease, curing the blind, the mute, the deaf, the lame, and the dumb. Furthermore, I've participated in extraordinary miracles and acts that has stunned the church. The intense supernaturalism, though, has provoked the enemies of the cross to conspire against the mission. For decades, I've been faithful to the work of the gospel, despite the hardships and opposition. And by God's sustaining power, I have endured a lot while conducting worldwide missionary work. For example, numerous violent strikes to the head. Numerous. Lost track. Many, many dozens. A surprising physical attack in front of the Notre Dame in Paris, being detained in Nigeria, ministered while under constant surveillance in Islamic-dominated Pakistan. I performed public exorcisms in Trinidad, battled voodoo priests in Haiti, multiple times ministered in the infamous underworld of Amsterdam, threatened by murderous demons in China, nearly stoned in West Africa, suffered brutal strikes to the head during a Canadian seminar, attacked by demons in a Bangkok Hindu temple, stopped by the police after preaching the gospel to more than 10,000 souls in Times Square in the heart of New York City, been verbally assaulted by Turkish Muslims while preaching Jesus in the UK. A spiritual highlight of my global missionary work, though, has been able, being able to proclaim the gospel in the unreached regions of the world where souls have never heard of Jesus. I've conducted public exorcisms 
in Mayan villages in Latin America was threatened at a Nation of Islam conference in here in America, proclaimed the gospel to thousands at a midnight open-air meeting in El Salvador, survived a prison riot in Africa, survived a butcher knife attack by some Satanists in the United States, here in the United States during a mission, stabbed in front of a Methodist church in Dallas, ministered in St. Peter's Basilica in the Vatican City, preached Jesus Christ in front of voodoo temples in Western Africa, received angelic assistance in the Anglican Church in Australia, proclaimed Christ to tens of thousands during Mardi Gras in New Orleans, where I had to endure all kinds of things being thrown at me, hard objects. And if it wasn't for the police being involved, who knows what would have happened to me. I've been aggressively stalked throughout the continent of Australia by various anti-Christ groups, confronted Nazi spiritual forces in Germany, shared the gospel in Rasta bars, Rastafarian bars in Jamaica, threatened by the spirit of Chairman Mao in Southeast Asia, and unjustly arrested, jailed, and interrogated by armed animists in the Republic of Benin. I'm here to tell you, I have been saved from my enemies. And God is faithful. Despite all the attacks I've been through, all the hardship, I still maintain incredible peace, joy, and love. God will protect you too, my friends. He's faithful. And here in the in recent weeks, as a result of this coronavirus commotion taking place, many people are fearful. And I understand. But God is a faithful God. And he promises here in Isaiah 43, verse 1, he says, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are Mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. I'm here to tell you, storms will come. Raging rivers will, it would appear that as if you were going to be perishing and they were going to overcome you. I've experienced this, encountered this, but I'm here to tell you, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, and many of you are walking through fires right now. Financial fires, marriage fires, fires with your children, demonic fires in your mind, in your heart, your body, in your family, with your relationships. I'm here to tell you, God's word promises, when you walk through that fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you, for I am the Lord your God the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Since you were precious in my sight, verse 4 declares, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. God is faithful, my friends. 
He loves each and every one of you. And just as he has saved me from my enemies, he will save you as you yield to him, as you trust in him. And tonight's a perfect opportunity for you to trust in him. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved the one who suffered on a cross, shedding his holy blood, enduring a crucifixion, dying on our behalf, paying the penalty, taking the punishment so we wouldn't have to take the punishment. What a glorious Jesus Christ we we serve. This same Jesus loves each and every one of you. But Jesus says you must repent. You must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. Would you like to be? Would you like to experience an inter- inner transformation of your heart? Would you like to have a change take place? Will you become a new creation? Old things are gone. Behold, the new has come. Pray with me. Just say a simple prayer. Just say, Lord Jesus, I believe in your death, burial, resurrection on my behalf. I believe you are returning soon. I surrender tonight, and I trust my life into your loving hands. I repent, ask for your forgiveness. Cleanse me, Jesus Christ, from all my sins, and I promise to serve you and to love you for the rest of my life. And with confidence, I can now say I am saved from my enemies, as now my spirit is in your loving hands. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that simple prayer, welcome to the family of God. I'd like to send you some resources. Why don't you email me at j at jbartlandmissions.com. That's j-a-y at jbartlandmissions.com. Or call us 877-483-5519. That's j at jbartlandmissions.com or 877-483-5519. I would also like to pray for those of you under hardship, under demonic attack, under the oppression of the enemy. You feel like the enemy is closing in, destroying your finances, your health, your mind, your emotions, your relationship. You feel you're being sabotaged. You feel like you're being stalked by the enemy being conspired against, being watched by the demonic, being haunted, being hunted down. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command every evil spirit to come off, come off of the mind and the heart and the body of those listening in right now. You evil spirits of death, oppression, witchcraft, sabotage, Go in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ by the blood of Jesus. Come on, quickly. Oppression, fear, torment. Go in Jesus' name. Release these people right now in the name of I pray, oh God, that you just fill each and every one with your Holy Spirit. Strengthen them. Protect them, their families, their loved ones. As they surrender and rededicate their lives to you tonight in Jesus' name.
I bless each and every one of you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.